Hi, I'm Patricia Marshall Harris, and welcome to Dishing with Patricia. As a food, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle consultant, I believe food is our medicine. As the host of Dishing with Patricia, I also believe in connecting with notable guests who would dish about themselves, local events, community topics, and of course, food. Welcome back to Dishing with Patricia. My guest today is Dr. Vaughn Graves, the founder and director of Graves Dermacare. Dr. Graves, welcome to Dishing with Patricia. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to finally be here. <laughs> You're glad. I am so happy. And for, I, I was running late. I have a lot of things going on. And I told him, I said, oh, for a change, I'm waiting for you. And so we kind of chuckled about it. And um, typically, I'm not running late. And he was gracious enough. He's been very, very, very nice and patient. And we know he has patients waiting. So we're going to just get started. Dr. Graves, I came to you because I have a scalp condition. Mm -hmm. And my hair is thinning. Um, and initially, I thought that there was nothing that could be done for it. I came to you, I had been going to a dermatologist in Atlanta, and everyone kept saying, no, you have to go to Dr. Graves. You have to go to Dr. Graves. So before you start on talking about what, why I come to you, tell us exactly what is a dermatologist? A dermatologist is a person that mainly concentrates, a physician that concentrates on skin disorders. That's including skin, hair, and nails. Okay. And anything related to that. So it's kind of an offshoot of, um, you know, especially just directed in that area. What type of skin disease is, is normal that, that could be treated that people tend to ignore and they think it's really nothing, but it's treatable? Yeah, I run the gamut from simple adolescent acne to eczema to psoriasis to skin cancers, um, hair loss, hair thinning. Um, I also do, you know, moles that need to be come out come off or yes. uh, anything that's related, nail problems, fungus of the nails, uh, nail disease, um, anything in that nature we, we address. You know, there's a lot of things that go along with the aging process. We lose some of our elasticity. Yes. We naturally lose fat. You know, when you're an adolescent or young adult, you have a lot of accumulation of, of fat in the cheeks and the, and the neck area. Yes. As we mature, we, we lose that fat, so wrinkles become more prominent. Moisturizing the skin is very helpful at trying to maintain elasticity and pliability of your skin. So they're, they're ones that are a little bit better than others. So have somebody advise you what to, what to do. Because yeah, I got a lot of products. <laughs> yeah, yes, people do it all the time. They come in and say, I bought this, 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 and it may not be applicable to their, their skin type. So what exactly is psoriasis? Psoriasis is... Uh, a skin disorder, now we're learning more about it. It's an extra fast production of scales and flaking of the skin. Okay. Uh, actually, psoriasis patients make skin fast, but they shed slower. So that's how they get that big buildup of scale. Okay. Uh, a lot of the medicines you see on TV now are medicines that control the immune system. You see medicines like Skyrizi, Trimphia, uh, Humira. There are a ton of them out here, and also they're now... Um, jack inhibitors and what they do is regulate your immune system by slowing it down a little bit okay people get a, a lot of resolution in their psoriasis so it's it's you know we're learning more and more in medicine every day everybody was troubled by how to treat psoriasis yes. but now we're 
we're getting more of a handle on it. Is this something it. you could treat at home with diet? Uh, you can. I mean, diet plays a factor in any skin disorder, hair disorder. Correct. Um, so it does help, but by the time I see patients, they've usually tried some of those things and tried other over-the-counter methods of treatment. So we kind of better direct it and get more medicinal things that control it a lot better. Tell us about collagen. Is that something that you would encourage us to? Well, you know, our body with? makes collagen and, and, and derives collagen from other protein segments in our, in our body. So I always encourage my patients, so try it, see if it's helpful for you. Our body makes it, I think, if you just do a lot of the better nutritional things, yes. you, you know, the vitamins, the proteins, oranges, oranges yes. and, and all these <laughs> things will encourage your body to, to make the things that it needs, you know, basically. What I'd advise first, if you're having trouble with any problematic skin, you know, get an opinion. I'm just not saying it because I'm a dermatologist, but I see a lot of patients come in and they say, what do I use for my skin? They'll have acne or they have face, hair dandruff or things of that nature, and they'll be putting uh, oils on their scalp that they, that, that, uh, they think will eradicate the, the splaky scalp. But actually, seborrheic dermatitis is aggravated by oil. It's yes. oil that is coming off in the form of flakes. I try to explain that to patients. And they may not need to put any oil in their, on their hair. They may need to wash their hair a little bit more frequently than they're washing it. I know we, every culture has different approaches to how they handle their hair right. and different hair types. So you have to take that in consideration. You can get some advice how to do it, and, and that will eliminate it. But you did mention washing the face. There's certain types of soaps and cleansers that are good. If you're having flaking in the face, sometimes I, I recommend sulfur-based uh, soaps, okay. uh, acne, sulfur, benzoyl peroxide. But th there are a lot of things being made out here now that can address your skin problem and, and not be problematic and over-dry you. I know that there is a difference in um, how we treat our skin and our hair and our nails. If I have a mole, like I have moles, just different places mm -hmm. on my hands, and if what are the signs that I need to, oh, like hey, I've been getting these little spots on my mm -hmm. face. So why do we get those, and where does that come from? They're, they're hereditary. They run in your family. The family members have blessed you with that. Oh, really? <laughs> that predisposition. Oh, okay. There are moles of the oil glands. They're called uh, seborrheic keratoses. And they, well, some people believe they're related to years of little sun exposure might, might create them, but most of it is genetic. They're not cancerous, they're not problematic, but they can be removed. So I have a lot of patients that come in my office who just don't like the accumulation yes. of them and they want them off. I've had them. I, I removed my own too. Yes, I've had mine too, removed you know? before, yeah. but now I, I, I think it's time to um, do it again. Yeah. But as I've aged, I've gotten more. So how do you tell the difference between a mole are these moles or they're just... They're, they're, they're type of moles. Moles are created from segments of the skin or parts of our skin. So we have hair in, in our skin, we have pigment in our skin, we have oil glands in our skin. So the, the separate keratoses are created from the oil glands in our skin and they're hereditary. Uh, there are moles that are coming from the pigment cells in our skin. Okay. And you know, those are regular nevi we call them. They're different types of nevi. Some of them can go on to become cancerous. There's so many types of moles. You just gotta go to a dermatologist if you have any kind of question about them. If they've changed color, or the border has changed, or they're irregular, or they bled, or they start growing rapidly, I would advise that you go to a dermatologist. At least get them checked out. 
and get assured that they are non-problematic for you. Uh, one of the things that I try to encourage um, my, um, I have an elderly aunt that, um, that I help, is that periodically we do a body check, mm -hmm. that we look over her. And, and that's not something that you should be embarrassed about because they, you can't always see what is going on with your skin and far as moles. Yeah. And when you're yeah. starting to age, is that something that we should be concerned about? A lot of folks come in yearly if they've had skin cancers. So okay. I, I advise those folks who've had problems with um, skin cancers before to come in on a regular basis, maybe once a year to get their body and their moles checked. But anybody who has any question about moles that are developing and hasn't had it evaluated, that's a good time to get it evaluated. And then let the dermatologist tell you, well, these are non-problematic moles come in maybe once every couple years if, if they've changed or whatever or you may need to come in yearly to have them looked at. Do black folks get um, skin cancer on average? We get them much less than other, other ethnicities. So that myth that black folks don't get no, skin we get, cancer? No, we get them. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, we do get melanomas, which are pigment cell mold changes, so moles that you have that are problematic and develop into melanomas. Right. Uh, I've seen some squamous cell carcinomas. I know these are just names I'm throwing at you, but. They occur in areas of scarring. If they've right. had a cut or a scar on their leg over many years, sometimes skin cancer can develop there. Okay. Um, but the ones that are more likely to be due to sun exposure, which are mostly squamous cell and basal cell carcinomas, we see less in our patient population. But it can happen. I've seen a few of our patients who've had a whole lot of sun exposure develop basal cells as well. Tell people about our hair. Yeah, hair is... is, is very problematic and how I address it nowadays is a lot of causes of the term alopecia which means hair loss. Correct. Um, it can be something as simple as stress and it's an autoimmune disease where your, our body attacks itself and makes hair come out. It can be after a major surgery where our body just goes through a cycling process and we have more hair shedding. It can be from chemical damage. It can be from uh, too much heat. A lot of it is menopause. When women lose their, their estrogen levels and progesterone levels. A lot of times they see a change in the texture of their hair and their hair thins. And if you can get ahead of those things early, you can help prevent hair loss as well. A lot of women now, particularly black women, are wearing um, braids and they're wearing, having their hair yeah. weaves. It, it, does that affect your hair growth? It, it can if it's done improperly. I, I hear a lot of hair care specialists are paying more close attention to how they put in those weaves and those, those caps and braiding. You know, we get traction alopecia from too tight a pulling of the hair. Over years, if people braid their hair too tightly, the hair will come out. Um, some of these weaves are too heavy and, and problematic or some are glued in and the glue will cause reactions in the scalp. So, you know, make sure that you get a, a, a hair care person that knows how to do it correctly Correct. and, 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 and know the frequency you should have it done because some people just get it done over and over again and it can damage your hair. If one of my viewers decided they wanted to come and see you, how would they get in contact with you? They could just call me you know, at, at my number and, and, and schedule an appointment. You have to know what kind of health insurance you have. I want to thank Dr. Grace for coming just for this segment, but we're going to be back in a few moments and um, I'm going to prepare a salad that is high in collagen 
that will assist you in making collagen in your body naturally. So give us a few moments and we'll be back. back to Dishing with Patricia. My guest is Dr. Graves. He was gracious enough to wait while we changed our set. We were talking about how food is medicine and how what you eat also helps in your nails, your scalp, and your hair. So I'm going to make a quick little salad. Do you mind helping me? Sure, Okay, so I'm, we're going to switch spots, places. You come right, right there here. a little okay. bit. And I'm going to just put this, um, this is kale that's been massaged in olive oil. So what I want you to do is I'm just going to give you this spoon. Okay. And as I give you, here are some carrots. Just move these things around for okay. me while I'm doing this. Did you um, help your mother at all while you were growing up in the kitchen? Always. She Always? Do you like to cook? Taught me how. Um, I cook a little bit. I also, she taught me how to bake a little bit. So, so you're better at baking? Ba yes. And what's, what do you bake? Cakes. Still like now? Not that often, but I can. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. wow. This is roasted peppers. Mm -hmm. This recipe is can be found on ClassyEssentialNutrition.com. All of my recipes can be found on my site. So what is the what, what cake is your favorite? This is some sea salt. Can't make it. My grandmom used to make it with coconut cake. I loved coconut cake. My brother and my mother <laughs> loves coconut cake. These are, these are raw uh, pumpkin seeds, which are really good. When you're having a salad, always incorporate nuts and seeds in your salad. These are sunflower seeds. These are hemp seeds. This is really going to be a good salad. It's colorful. You know, I'm often telling my guests that a salad should always have a lot of color mm -hmm. and things in it because you're getting different vitamins from this purple, the orange, and the red onions. All of these are high in antioxidants, will help in cancer and things and make your skin look really good. And so I'm going to make um, a dressing for you. And this is a mustard vinaigrette. So I'm going to make it really quick. So you start out, you always start out when you're making a salad dressing with some fresh olive oil. Okay. Lemon juice. Here is some salt. Here is some pepper. And I'm going to, I don't want to use quite all of this, just one second, mustard seed, because I think it's going, it'll make it a little too strong. But there's nothing like a fresh dressing when you're, um, a salad when you're making your own dressing. Mm -hmm. It wakes up the, you can taste everything. A salad dressing really can make or break a salad. And I tell people, just experiment. So we're going to liquefy this, emulsify this, it's going to blend the oil. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come out very creamy. It's not going to look Green. at all okay. at all how it did. So I'm just going to. This is just quick and easy. You can put this in something else and refrigerate it afterwards. So we're going to pour this over the salad. Do you mind just it. tossing that a little bit? Here are a pair of tongs that you could toss. Okay, that. great. This is also on my website the salad dressing so okay that's it okay. and it may be a little too wet i hate very wet salads but in the interim i'm going to serve this to you but we're having a drink here yes everything that i made today incorporated collagen that your body produces naturally 
but these will aid your body in um, producing collagen. Am I correct? Yes. So this yes. is an orange spritzer. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so let me plate this. Very good. And tell me what you think. And I have some fresh, um, some fresh um, um, vegan Parmesan cheese that I'm going to, wait, let me do this for you, that will help in this. Uh, most of you know that I eat a plant-based diet, and I found some wonderful cheeses that are vegan. Um, the local market now has them. It used to be difficult to get, but now most so markets do. this is a do. vegan cheese. Huh? This is a vegan cheese. Um, so while he's doing that, I, I just want to talk to mm. you guys very briefly mm. about um, the new season of Dishing with Patricia. This is my second episode. We have some fun things coming in the future. And I hope you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel. Leave me a comment on my website or the YouTube channel and tell me what you think. Give me some ideas or say, no, you're talking too much about that. Can you talk about this? Invite that person. Tell me what you think about what's going on. Am I choosing um, really good guests? Or if you say, I want you to do that. And I'll take it into consideration. I'll ask my crew. My crew is like, that's all you made today? Normally they're fed a lot when we're done, but today all they're getting is a salad. And oranges, this is citrus time of the year. Oranges, grapefruits, they're in abundance. Buy local and buy seasonal. So tell me about the salad. Excellent, very good. Okay. Nice flavor. Would you make this at home? I would. You would make it too? Yeah. So I'm gonna give him the recipe. So until next time, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for participating. And um, I'll keep you up on what's going on with my hair too. So until next time, bye. Had a great time.